All right, good morning, everyone. This is Hercules Performance and Physical Therapy. I'm Dr. Alex Spano, and today we have Mackenzie on. She's going to talk about everything nutrition. Yep, nutrition. Yeah, give me like a little bit about yourself and your history here. So I grew up doing sports. I was a gymnast for 15 years. I did karate growing up. And then I started just getting interested in nutrition as I got a little bit older, kind of fueling my body properly for training. Went to school for dietetics and nutrition, became a, an RD mm -hmm. in about 2015. And then I just started taking on clients one-on-one -on, -one on my own. I really love working in the health and fitness space. So I do work with a lot of like athletes or just general like healthy population, people trying to look better, feel better. They're already doing some kind of training usually. Um, and then myself, I also still train. I do kind of my own like just fitness workouts, but I also competed in CrossFit for like five, six years. So mm -hmm. I've just kind of always been in the health and fitness space and adding the nutrition component for my work has been amazing because it just fits right in. Sure. Tell us a little bit about your CrossFit career, right? Because that was a kind of a big part of your life mm -hmm. as of recently. Um, high level athlete. How did you find kind of blending the world of dietitian where it's a little bit more medical based and then taking this cool CrossFit fitnessy background. How has that influenced where you kind of gone with nutrition? So yeah, with with nutrition with CrossFit, it, there's so such a demand for high calories and adequate energy and all that. So it's very different from where I was in my clinical field, like doing my nutrition internship. I did a lot of clinical base. I was in the hospital. So it was more of like nutrition needs for people who are sick, you know, stuff like that versus nutrition needs for athletes. So as an athlete, I, I started to learn how much fuel I actually needed. And, you know, really I would track my food and try to get X amount of calories and just make sure I was getting proper nutrition, proper calories, proper protein, all of that. Um, my CrossFit career started in 20, 2016, I, I believe. And I just, dropped into the gym one day and I was like, I think I want to give this a try. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it. I loved training that way. I loved the high intensity and I just kind of got sucked right into it. I ended up competing the next year at regionals. Um, the next year I was one spot shy of qualifying for the CrossFit Games. And then the year after that in 2019, I qualified for the CrossFit Games. And so I spent probably three, four years being super competitive. My last Com competition year was 2021. I did virtual competition and I missed the games that year. I qual or I competed in semifinals and then the last couple of years I just have been training for fun. <laughs> yeah. What does training look like for you now like for fun? What does that mean for you? I'm still in this like kind of transition phase right now where I'm trying to figure out like how to train just for fun and for balance and everything. I'm I'm working on just feeling good and enjoying my workouts and having my body feel good. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's really hard to not have a very specific goal to train for. So not having like this competition like in the future where I'm pushing for that, mm -hmm. that's difficult for me because my whole life I've competed. Even though I don't really love competing, I get nervous and there's just a lot of pressure I put on myself. It's yeah. still hard to not have that like competition like in the future to train for. So I'm just working on finding good balance with everything. I still like to do CrossFit workouts. I throw in my own like bodybuilding style workouts where I'm just training for aesthetics and for strength. And then, you know, I'm just 
throwing down for fun every once in a while with some friends. Sure. So that's a, a nice segue into you, you have these different parts of your life and kind of nutrition needs. How has your nutrition been different since, again, you're, you're doing this for performance and now it's kind of this long haul longevity health approach? How, how do those two look different and might be able to apply it to other people? Yeah, so when I was training for CrossFit, as I mentioned, I the calorie needs were so high and I was just trying to get calories in however I could. Mm -hmm. My meals were huge. I had to force calories in. I had to make sure that I was, you know, getting taking some sort of like protein and carb supplement with me to the gym. I was very consistent with taking my creatine. I was consistent with supplements. And now Sometimes I can honestly get a little bit lazy with it. Like mm -hmm. if I wake up and I'm like not super hungry, I'm like, ah, oh, just skip breakfast. Like mm -hmm. no big deal. Even though it is helpful to get protein and calories earlier in the day if I want to fuel properly and not end up being like low blood sugar sure. or super hungry by the time like lunch rolls around. Um, but I'm not as strict with it and calorie needs have definitely diminished. Um, there was a transition time right after competing and then not training as much where my body had to adapt to that. Like maybe I was still really hungry, but I didn't need as much fuel. And now my body's, you know, definitely adapted. I'm not as hungry. I don't, sure. I can tell that I don't need 3000 plus calories a day. Like I'm good at 2000 to 2500 and that's fine. So a little bit more intuitive eating, um, you know, comes into play and definitely a little bit more lenient now than I sure. was when I was, you know, training and I had to get the fuel in. Do you find that's where a lot of people need to be when they're more in the health and wellness? Because, you know, we both have worked with people who are more of that type A, want everything very strict. Have you found that actually if they kind of let go of the reins a little bit with their nutrition, it helps? I have. It definitely depends on the person. But my approach is more of balance and like a healthy lifestyle and longevity. So I do have some clients that come to me and they're they're so strict and they're they they feel like they need to track in order to stay on track. Sure. And it actually, it can actually kind of be a negative for them because they feel like there is no balance. Sure. Like it's an all or nothing thing. When in reality, if you have a little bit more flexibility with it, you feel like you can stick to that long term. So for an example is during the holidays, um, I, you know, all my clients, I'm like, do not track on Christmas, sure. you know, take the whole weekend off yeah. logging your food, like just eat whatever you want. You're not going to blow your diet. You're mm -hmm. tracking itself as an estimation, like even the four calories per gram of protein, like that's not an exact number. And the numbers on the food label are not exact. So the whole thing is an estimation anyway. So having a little bit more balance and flexibility with yourself, being learning to be intuitive too, is super important. If you're sure. not listening to your body and you're eating calories because the number in on you know your portal that we put the targets mm -hmm. and that says a certain calories if you're focusing so much on that and not listening to your body then you can kind of have a little bit of a disconnect there absolutely yeah it, it, it is kind of interesting to hear about how like it really does and it's almost like a cyclical thing where depending where you are in life and sport and how long you've done stuff it kind of is a moving target mm -hmm. right and that's mm -hmm. where having Someone like you who's had experience throughout the range is really nice because you can give some feedback on like, hey, maybe this is the time to pull back. This is the time to be strict right. or whatnot. Absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely a time and place for it. And when people come to me with specific goals like weight loss goal, aesthetic goal, they want to lose body fat, gain muscle, I always encourage to be strict in the beginning. I was super strict with myself with tracking for a few years and I learned more about food composition 
in those few years of tracking my own food than I did my whole life or from, you know, reading nutrition books, sure. et cetera. So I think that's a super good approach for anybody just to learn about nutrition, but it's not a long-term thing. Once you know about food composition, you can, you know, you can kind of estimate calories. It, you, you kind of have an understanding of, is this a good protein source with sure. this meal? How much should my portion size look like? Then you can, you know, you can kind of give yourself a little bit more slack and flexibility with it and you don't have to be weighing everything yeah. to the exact gram anymore. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like, it's a big learn. It's like college. You go and learn a bunch really quickly and then you can kind of then lean off and yeah, add your spin exactly. to it. Exactly. Um, Mackenzie, I want to do kind of a rapid fire question session here. So we get a few like common questions answered okay. from you. Um, as far as someone who's post-surgical, let's call it an ACL or shoulder repair, whatever it might be. Um, do you have any specific nutrition advice for them? So typically post-surgery, as your body's in healing mode, any type of healing mode, you're going to have an increase in calories and protein. You're going to need more. It might, it might kind of balance out if you're less active. Mm -hmm. So you have to like take into consideration that as well. But in general, protein needs are going to be higher for tissue repair and cell regrowth and, you know, all that. And then calorie needs as your body's healing as well. So just trying to get adequate calories, adequate protein, super important for sure. post-surgery. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of healing going on in your body. It's, mm -hmm. it's like you break down your muscles in the gym, right? And you have to kind of refuel. This is a big breakdown of a lot of things. It needs mm -hmm. a lot of oomph to improve, yeah, right? So absolutely. That's awesome. Um, do you recommend anything like Obviously, maybe starting pre-surgery would be a good idea, just so you have kind of a baseline there and you can see the changes. Do you have any advice for pre-surgery? Um, I, I definitely think learning about food composition, doing yeah. some tracking. Okay. I, again, tracking is not like a long-term thing I recommend, but it helps people learn about food composition. There's so okay. many times I've asked people, like, do you know, like, do you even know what a macronutrient is? So a carb, fat, protein. And they don't even know that. Sure. So it, if you don't have the education, the knowledge, it's going to be hard to make sure you're getting enough of the correct kind of calories and fuel. So just tracking before or making sure you're on a good schedule as far as like, am I getting good protein source at sure. each meal? Do I have good food quality overall? Like that can set you up for success going into it. Absolutely. Find, find your baseline, right? Yep. And then kind of know how to you know, yeah. what food composition is, what is this in general? Right, right? learn how to get the, uh, the correct amount of uh, protein grams and sure. what are some good protein sources. Love it. Um, as far as recovery, let's call it, I'm a fitness athlete, I'm a baseball player, or I'm just someone that likes to hit the gym hard. What would you say are kind of the benefits of working with a nutrition coach, um, adding that in as far as recovery and being able to perform or live better? Definitely. So. If you're going to be an athlete and you, you need the adequate fuel for recovery, tracking your food, making sure you're accountable is huge. If you're under eating, that's going to create a lot of extra stress on the body. So for athletes, getting enough calories is super, super important. And I've oftentimes found, even with myself personally, that when I'm training a lot, appetite diminishes. And that, that can be the first sign to overtraining, mm -hmm. in fact. Um, so working with someone to maintain that accountability, make sure that you're getting the fuel you need, making sure you're getting enough protein, getting enough micronutrients. Are you getting enough like fluids and electrolytes too? That's a big one I see as well. Like not just water itself, but are you getting enough sodium into your diet to make sure that you're 
you know, rehydrating sure. properly. So it's more about the accountability. And then of course, knowing also what a good calorie range is. And it's not going to be a one size fits all either. It's really important to have, you know, someone, someone who can, you know, kind of guide you and adjust calories appropriately. So if you're, if you're not performing well, then what can we look at to, you know, make some adjustments, sure. maybe give you more calories, or maybe we need to do the opposite and lower some things, or maybe give more calories on training days. So, you know, look at what your hunger levels are, what your recovery is, how your sleep is. So a lot of factors there, a lot of different ways we can adjust. Um, but there's nutrition with, with athletes and with the recovery piece is huge. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that it should be a primary focus, not just the training. Like mm -hmm. you can only you create the stimulus and training, you got to recover from it. And mm -hmm. nutrition is number one in that category and something mm -hmm. I tell my people all the time. Like if you're not, if you're not recovering using nutrition as a primary weapon, that and sleep, I mean, you got your two biggest hitters right there. hundred percent. Yep. Mackenzie, if I have people that want to work with you, right? They have nutritional questions, they have nutritional needs, athletes, active adults who just want that. What are the best places to find you or connect with you? Yep. So they can search for me online. My, the company I work with is called MyoBrain mm -hmm. and you know, they can, they can work directly with me as a, you know, virtual coach that way. It's, it's as personal as we can get being virtual because I do video check and reviews. It's awesome. full-time support. Um, but that's where people can find me. My, the company I work with is called MyoBrain and it's myself and another um, dietitian who started that. We take a very similar approach. And again, it's, it's very, very individualized. It's not like a, here's a meal plan. Good luck for the next six weeks. It's, you know, constant support. Yep. And that's where the magic happens with the coaching, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. It's all about the accountability and the relationship there. It's not just following something. Cause you could yeah. go online and, and find something to follow, but it's the having somebody there to coach you. And Absolutely. that's the whole, that's the whole reason that it's successful a Absolutely. lot of times. Awesome, Mackenzie. Well, thanks for coming on and answering some thanks awesome questions. Me. I'll tag you and all have links to her websites and all that so you can go find her in the show notes below. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks, Mackenzie.